You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. Alright, I'm going to take this one, I like it, go for it. I'm going to talk for the first time. Do it. Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 14, Michael Langser here, Jordan Marshall. What up, what up? Getting ready to do another one of these, and as we're getting prepared for one of our busiest weeks, and we spend weeks preparing for every weekend, it we... never stops, right? No, never. See? See, the phone doesn't stop playing. <laughs> we think what we should talk about today is actually having... Our clients be prepared for events. So let, let, let's just get right into it. I mean, what's the process? You know, you, you book an event two years in advance, you get the date from a rabbi, and then what happens? Well, you know, there, there's certain items that I, I feel and we feel are, are very important in, in the booking sense. You know, like these are things that you should really take care of early on in the process. You know, things like your venue, uh, your entertainment, obviously, photography. Uh, videography, if you're using a planner, maybe a decorator. Um, these are cornerstones that, um, you know, really, you know, will help set everything in motion and, and get the ball rolling. And if you could really tackle these, uh, you know, certain points early on in the process, I think you'll get a really great leg up and, and you'll have a nice head start on the game. You know, we stress so much that, you know, booking your talent when it comes to entertainment is super important, but these other items really fall in line right with that. So, so, so let's chat about it. I mean... Generally speaking, first things first, you find your venue. You know, you get your date, you find your venue. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes it's a second child and you know for sure you want to reuse the same photographer. You right. know for sure you want to use the same DJ. You lock in... Shout out you, to our repeat clients. We, yes, we love that. We appreciate yes. that. That's great. And, and change is good. Now, listen, I mean, truth of the matter, if you find something that works for you, if you find the greatest venue, the greatest photographer, the greatest DJ, and it works for you, why make a change? I mean, if it worked the first time... Don't reinvent the wheel the second time around, but we also are believers in change, and that, that's why we have a roster of different MCs, and I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but, you know, maybe Jordan was the right MC for your first son or daughter, but then for the second son or daughter, you still want to use explosive, you know the whole vibe, but you're going to switch it up, and maybe you have Mike P or Mike S or, you know, one of the other MCs. That's why, you know, like, having great talent and, and depth, like, in, in our position, you know, we're, we're, we're very blessed to have a rock star team that, uh, you know, are all trained regularly. I don't know if, you know, it, for all you guys listening out there, you know, it's so important that uh, the teams and, and the personalities and the people that are coming to your event are well-trained. So be, ask questions. You know, when you go and you sit down with, you know, any of these vendors, ask, you know, how many years they've been in the game. You know, do they do active uh, training for their, their staff and their team? You know, uh, just because you want these guys to be able to think on their feet, uh, give your family and friends the greatest experience possible. And, you know, training for us is huge. All of our guys get you the same end result, but we definitely have our own approach, and that's awesome. Yeah, so... You know, I, I feel like I hear every day from clients, they say, am I too late? And, and you know, or when, when do I need to book? Or when do I need to firm these things up? And my answer always, and Jordan, you're probably going to say the same thing, is the sooner the better. I mean, like... Mike, I'm pitching a client for June 1st right now, and it's what? Almost it's May 1st? May 2nd. 2nd. So we have less than a month for this one. That's not a mitzvah, though, right? Uh, I don't think it's a mitzvah. But still, you know, like planning an event, like putting yourself together... You gotta, you know, really try to bring it, and and the more time and the more you can kind of give yourself the ability to adjust things, and and there's time to plan and put things together, it's definitely gonna help you with it and give you a really good heads up. So to boil it all down, in the next twenty 
seven minutes of this podcast. And counting. And counting. We're going to try to evaluate your whole two-year plan of planning and, and why it should be two years in some cases. And if, it, if it's only 30 days, like the client that Jordan's working on right now, that's all good too. But you can't second-guess yourself in these short-term, you know, if you make a decision and you got 30 days to make a decision, make a decision, stick to it, and that's that. So kind of going down the list, you know, all right, you book your venue, you book your, your vendors. Um, you know, sometimes you're booking open-endedly, meaning you don't know your menu at right. the venue or you don't know which photo package you're going to get, but you know you're going to have, you know, your favorite photographer. You know you're going to have your favorite right. DJ, but you don't know which photo booth. Or entertainer, you know, who the exact MC will be. You just know you like the product, you like the vibe, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, I call that like a check off the to-do list. You know, you feel better about yourself knowing it's done. You leave a deposit. There, the, the vendor is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but now what? You know, now what? So, you know, are you planning on having a montage? You probably know in advance, year in advance, that you're going to have a montage. Yep. You probably, your baby photos are not changing. Nope. <laughs> Pick them out early. Like, I mean, we're sitting here now on, uh, today is a Thursday that we're recording this, and we've got some montages that literally, we just got the content from the client a couple of days ago. And when's the party? This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so point of the matter is, you know that you have to do this, and I'm kicking myself as I'm recording this podcast, and I'm now a father of a four-year-old. I should be putting a folder aside of all of her baby photos and having a favorites folder, favorites of the first year and second year and third year. So when time comes along for my daughter's party... You'll be the perfect client. Should be. <laughs> and I'll be. I'll admit, I'm not doing a great job of it, but you don't want to wait to the month before because you've got a million other things. Um, you know, so a montage is just a quick idea of that, but you know, logos, uh, any, any type of media, uh, you want to do a grand entrance video... All of these things should be thought out well in advance. Right, yeah. If you, if you, uh, you know, as a family have a vision or, or some sort of vibe that you're looking to achieve for the day, it's always better to kind of put these things in motion. And because I find that as we get closer to, you know, to uh, crunch time when the event's coming up, everything starts to snowball. You know, no matter how much we can calm you guys down as professionals, if you've never done this before, it's nerve-wracking. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving pieces. You want to impress your family, your friends, but most of all, you want to make sure that your your son, your daughter, your family has the greatest time ever, that all of this hard work and time and effort that has gone into the planning doesn't fall on deaf ears. Absolutely. So I, I have what I call the two-week rule. It's not an official rule, but it's my two-week rule. I like rule. the two-week rule. We can, we can make that something. I think everything should be completed two weeks before the party. I, I mean, down to the payments, even. You know, so so your DJ needs the payment 10 days before the event, the photographer seven days before the event, right. whatever it might be. Why not pay it two weeks before? Right. I mean, is your financial situation that different, you know, May 1st versus May 10th? Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you're you're uh, just waiting one more day to win that lottery. Oh, man. Aren't we all? Our lips to God's ears. But, you know, the point is, it as you, you, you want to have everything done two weeks before, but... Two, three days before, it's a rat race. you got a million yep. other things that are coming up. And I can't tell you how many times a client or their son or their daughter, you know, they get sick yeah. a week before the party. And that week that they should have been doing crunch work in their mind, they're laid up in bed trying to recover for the party. Yeah, I mean, we have some families that are out doing, you know, final dress and tuxedo and suit fittings. You know, you have a, a faux temple shoot. On a Thursday where, you know, some temples don't allow, you know, the videotaping or, or photography during the actual temple service. So you got to come out the Thursday before, you know, have a mock 
uh, you know, mitzvah ceremony to grab those pictures, the footage, you know, you're planning for a Friday night service, you know, and then you're looking ahead to after the mitzvah to the, the Sunday luncheon that's probably going on somewhere, either at, you know, the parent's house or, you know, at a, at a restaurant somewhere. There's so many things that happen that week of that, you know, if you can, like you said, if you can knock a bunch of these tasks off the list, you're going to be in great shape. Let's talk about being in great shape. That, <laughs> that's, that, that, yeah. that's a great segue. So how many people want to look good for their parties? I feel like everybody does, man. Sweating for the Simcha, right? Yep, yep. So, but, but when do you start that? Is that also two weeks out? No. Right. You know, you want to lose some weight. You want to get tan. You want to, you want to tighten up. Maybe so, fix the teeth. You whiten the teeth a little bit for the pictures. Like all of this uh, cosmetic you know, uh, um, kind of adjustments that go on. You're, like you said, everybody wants to look their best, and you should. You know, it's a big day, and you want to, you know, bring your best. Now, Jordan, you're, you're in the fitness business as well. So, yes. You know, how long? I mean, I guess it depends on how far out of shape or how much you want to correct adjust. You know, but for certain people, like like myself, or you know, some uh, some other uh, of our staff members, our MCs, our, our talents that are in it, you know, it's more of a lifestyle now, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the idea of working out and staying healthy and fit and moving around. I mean, I'm 38 years old a couple weeks ago and it's awesome for the most part, you know, unless we're like slamming gig after gig, I don't feel 38, you know, Mm -hmm. like I feel great and I have energy and, you know, people are like, where do you get all this energy? And, you know, the whole fitness thing is super important and eating well and trying to make sure your, your diet's cool, even though you did bring in gourmet donuts today and that was my vice. So, you know, it's also good to have a little bit of fun, but, you know, keeping that sort of mentality as a lifestyle, if you can work that into your everyday routine, it's going to become second nature and you're just going to do it rather than have to, again, you know, slam that, that sort of stuff. Right. They, the last you know, t- talk about not having time, you know, yep. 30 days before your party. Do you have time to hit the gym three times a day? Right. You're sitting in that sauna or would you be better suited being home preparing? So plan accordingly. I mean, when it comes down to even fitness. That's Absolutely. A- that's a big part of it. Um, you know, Jordan, this happened to you last week. Or, uh, no, not last week. Maybe last month. But, you know, when we're talking about preparing for a party, uh-huh. how about, shouldn't a client bring extra clothes? Yeah. You know, it's, tell the story. Why, so, why do I this, bring this up? Because you can't even make this up. And it's funny. So I feel like what you're getting at and what's such a great point is that no matter how much you prepare, how much you prep, shit can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for lack of a better term, um, you know, we were in the middle of cocktail hour for a young man's bar mitzvah. Um, it, it turned out to be an amazing party, but in cocktail hour, he was hanging out with his friends and homeboy, you know, one of his, his buddies took a Shirley Temple and spilled it all over his white tuxedo shirt. So this no longer happened. white, no longer white, definitely no longer white. Um, and uh, the, the worst part about it was it wasn't even like it was the beginning of cocktail hour where you had a little bit of time to adjust. All right. We got a little bit of time. This was literally probably 10 minutes before we opened up the doors to the main room. So, you know, unbeknownst to us at first, we had no idea. I feel like the, the family started to panic a little bit. And they literally sent one of their friends to the mall around the corner to buy a new shirt. So, you know, our, our bar mitzvah boy could, you know, get ready to, you know, resuit himself, look good. Because when you come into that main room on, on that day and everything's electric, you want those great pictures. You don't want a giant Shirley Temple stain all over your, your shirt. You want these these images that are going to last a lifetime that, to be perfect. That, that's really, like, that's a tough call on a family's yeah. part. Do I delay my party? Do I hold up all the guests? Or do I kind of destroy my photos? Well, you just make sure that you have explosive entertainment because somebody like myself is totally, completely trained to you know, weather a storm like that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas some people, um, and, you know, nobody in specific, but, you know, I, I do feel that our 
degree of talent and the way that we train our, our guys is to be prepared for anything. Um, this was no sweat. I, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't, you know, freaking out. You know, I just kind of kept my cool. And I prolonged that introduction until the family member got back and we were ready to go. So, you know, we hit him with an extra dance set. We did some cool hip hop stuff. We gave out some great favors. The adults came upstairs, saw the kids rocking, and they jumped right into the mix. So it, it kind of became like a, a big dance party leading into the grand entrance. And it actually worked out really, really well. Well, um, here's what I say to it, though. Yeah. None of that needed to even be the case. Correct. If the family was over-prepared. So maybe the topic of this podcast shouldn't be prepared. Bring two shirts. Yeah, maybe it's not being prepared for the mitzvah, but it's being over-prepared. You know, bring, bring extra shirts, bring extra shoes. I mean, how many times does somebody's heel yeah. break or the strap of their shoe breaks? And, and this is what we talk about this all the time. You know, something as simple as a sewing kit for a, a wardrobe malfunction on a dress or, you know, candles for uh, a cake during candle lighting or, you know, just these, these things that happen... Nine times out of ten at a bar and buy a mitzvah, you know, sometimes you'll walk into a catering hall and it's not bad, but some halls, maybe they don't do a lot of a bar and buy mitzvahs and they don't know. And when the cake comes out, they're like, what do you mean candles? You know, well, th- this is a shout out to the reason why hiring a planner helps. I right, sat in a, a seminar, never forget, maybe three, four years ago from a wedding planner, Kathy Evans, if you're listening. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy has uh, like her emergency kit, she calls it. It, it she brings a toolbox with her, and in this toolbox is sewing kit, gaff tape, uh, in case candles. of Michigas, break glass. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, miscellaneous sized batteries. I mean, things. She's she's like a mini traveling CVS or Walgreens. You know, she's got all the stuff in her bin, but she knows walking into that wedding, she can handle any situation that's thrown her way. True safety and, pins. Yeah, you know, pins. Something that's... as simple as, as things like that. You know, they go a long, long way, and and this is like. These little minute things that you're like, oh, how much of a difference does that make? You go from, you know, this crazy catastrophe to being a hero, mm-hmm. an absolute hero and saving the day. And that is what a family's going to remember. They'll be like, oh, my God. And they'll talk about stuff like that forever. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to dial it back a little bit for, further. So, you know, we're, we're, we're talking day of stuff now. Yes. We're kind of bouncing all over the place. But my best friend Ralph owns Normandy Bakery. You know, shout out to Normandy. What's up, Ralph? We wanted awesome cake. Check him out. Yes. But... You know, he says all the time that he has people picking the flavors of their cake like the week of the party or the week before. Why not do that six months in advance? Right. Like, did your taste buds change? Your palate. You have a different palate the week of. You know, right? like, <laughs> I mean, I I don't actually even understand the whole idea of cake tasting. I mean, you know what strawberry filling tastes like. You know what buttercream tastes like. And if it's a mitzvah cake, it might be marzipan. So who knows? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that, and which isn't the best tasting, but it looks great. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. But, you know, the point there being, if you know that you're booked a party two years out, and you know that the cake is coming from Normandy or whatever mm-hmm. bakery it might be, just go six months in advance. You know, if you're going to do a tasting, do it six months in advance. Pick your flavors. Pick the style. You know, like, just get another check off of that to-do list because, yeah, you know, the families that walk in here with the binders, you know they've got to-do lists. At least the first time around. At least the first time you're doing it, definitely taking these steps and, and kind of preparing yourself in this fashion is going to go a long way. Once it's your second, your third, your fourth Rodeo, we get it. You know, like it, it gets, not that it gets repetitive, but you've kind of put the the key factors in motion. You've done it before a little bit. So, you know, you can kind of gauge how much time you really need for stuff. Yeah, I'm a big believer that you don't need to be overwhelmed when you first book. So you know, that's why I, I hardly talk about what the minute details of a yeah. uh, photo booth might be, you know. Yeah. But don't wait till two weeks before, you know, like, 
again, figure out what your step and repeat banner might look like or, or you know, which photo booth or how many dancers you're going to have. I mean, all these things should be done several months. I, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of like the, the three month out, you know, so you got your booking a year, two years in advance, get all the vendors in place. At three months out, you really should be firming up your decisions. I, I really believe all of your firm decisions will be three months out. And then you got your two week out where everything should just be complete. I mean, two weeks out, there should be nothing left but getting a good night's rest, making sure that you're on time for your hair and right. makeup appointments. No no sweat, you know, no I, I, reason to, to freak. 100%. And Mike, I want to dial it back too because you made such a good point. Like, you know, at, ultimately at the end of the day, we're doing cool events for cool people. They're parties. It's fun. It's celebratory. You know, we are that escape for everybody, regardless of what's going on in your personal lives, you know. Uh, the kids could be crazy in school. Maybe you're going through a rough divorce. Maybe you're, you know, moving, uh, relocating to a new town and you got to move to a new house. There's all this stuff. When you come and party with us, we want to be that escape for you. So, you know, like ultimately we're trying our best to fire on all cylinders to make that experience as full and as amazing as possible. But you never know what, what could happen. You know, like when you said before, you know, the week of, you know, having unfortunately like a family member getting sick or, you know, somebody just being, you know, not being able to make it that was coming from out of town. I mean, all these things can come into play. And, you know, unfortunately, it'll, it'll shake things up a little bit. But if you can be better prepared and really ready to rock and roll, I think that, you know, you'll be able to troubleshoot it better. It'll keep everybody calm because you never know what, what can happen. And nobody ever wants to talk about the, the real, you know, yeah. like that's we're, that's one of the big things that we try to do on this podcast, too, guys, is be as real as possible. We are human beings. Obviously, you know, people see us as DJs or entertainers or these crazy personalities yeah, that are just always on. Aren't we? Yes, we are superhuman for the most part. But, um, you know, I think just, you know, approaching this as a very real thing, you have to. You totally have to. Yeah. And listen, if you're going to take things on yourself, and I'm all about the DIY approach. Yep. But definitely DIY early. You know, if you're going to make your own montage, I, I, I laugh when families say, we're going to make our own, we're going to teach ourselves the software. And they spend a bajillion hours, I mean, scientifically. They're always the first person the next time around to be like, you do the montage. This yes. Time. <laughs> um, I mean, finding the photos themselves is the hardest part. But then scanning them and then putting them in order. And then if you're good enough to color correct. And, it's a pain you know, in the butt. Yeah. I mean, you, if you're not a professional at making a montage, you could easily spend weeks working on it over and over and over again. And... I, I could think of a customer whose name I won't mention, but I probably got 30 or 40 revisions of it sent from him. And and while that's all good, why drive yourself so crazy? You could have spent those weeks doing other things. And, you know, uh, so much of this DIY stuff, again, you know, the week before is not the week to be right. doing it. And, and you know, I, I, we mentioned, you know, what if you got sick? What if a family member gets sick? You... I get so upset when I hear people say, I didn't sleep the night before my party because I was up all night working on the montage or seating chart or something. Or like building that. centerpieces. Like, yeah, you know, why? these families that, you know, take it upon themselves to kind of DIY and, and be their own planner and their own decorator, which is cool if you have that, you know, that niche about you and you want to get down like that. That's awesome. We encourage well, that. Let, let's take that to the next level. Sure. So, so DIY, you make your own centerpieces. Sure. How do they get to the venue the day of? Maybe you're lucky enough that the venue has nothing the night before or right. earlier in the day. And, you know, the venue allows you to drop off items right. the day before. But even so, maybe you do get to drop them off. You're lucky enough to drop them off. And that's not the norm. But then who's setting them up? Are you trusting a waiter or waitress? 
Most know? of them are, and it's nothing bad, but most of them are like, you know, 17, 18 year old kids that are. Sometimes they don't even speak English. Correct. I mean, keeping it real. Correct. So That's if correct. you give directions that say, you know, you want three votive candles put in a, a perpendicular line right. next to the centerpiece, you know, not only do they not understand, they probably don't care because they're not there to do that. Correct. You know? I, so again, it all boils down to maybe you should hire a planner or mm-hmm. a, a day of you know person. If you can deliver things the day before, now you're asking the banquet staff to not focus on what they're doing, which is prepping the room, prepping the food, you know, getting the the, the place ready. Right now they're busy putting out centerpieces. I think the week of should just ultimately be exciting. You know, you're really in the countdown. This is like the final, you know, calm before the storm. At this point, you know, the invites are back in. You know who's coming. Everybody's ready to rock and roll. And like, you should just be amped up. You should be so so excited. So let me give you two scenarios. Jordan. Yeah. If it's the week of your party, would Mm. you rather get a good night of sleep, go to the gym, go tanning, do whatever it is you want to do to look and feel great? Or would you rather be up schlepping centerpieces, you know, making a montage, driving yourself bonkers? I don't even think you got to finish that statement because yeah. you know where I'm going to lie on that. You know what I mean? I, I that so so the, for the clients that are listening, you, know, you got that's real life talk. That's yep. that's picture the real life week of your party. One hundred percent. And and then you have to like factor in certain things that are maybe even out of your control. You know, like and you don't even want to like piggyback it with this stuff. The bus is late coming from Temple. Happens. You know what I mean? Everything's cool, smooth. You have a great service. All the kids get on the bus and, you know, the bus driver, he takes a wrong turn. He goes through somewhere and 30 minutes your cocktail hour, gone. Yep. You know? You can't I, prepare for that. No. You can't prepare. But at that point, that's where, you know, we, we bring back our friend Cindy Kaplan, who is going to forever be ingrained in this show now, the 95% or the 90%. She texted me today that she loved... Our shout out last week about the 90. There it is again, Sin. So uh, we expect another text. And can you make it a group one now? Because I want to get it too. (laughs) But uh, that's what's up. Like at that point, you guys got to kind of, and not cut your losses, but such an amazing day. It's an amazing weekend. You know what I mean? It really is. It's something that not every young man or every young lady gets to experience, gets to do. And if you're fortunate enough to be in these situations, to not only be a a bar or a bat mitzvah um, or attend you know, one of these parties. I can't tell you how many times, you know, people have no idea what this even is. Like, they come into the room and, and they're like, we look like a Las Vegas act. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's a great feeling because I feel like those are like some of the, the coolest crowds because this is just such a new world for them. But that's where all the energy needs to be. That's where the excitement should yeah. be. Like, you know, you that, know, that's what's up. You know, there's one awkward part of this that I think should also be discussed is, is you know, dialing back to payments, mm-hmm. and, and I, I also want to touch on gratuities. I know where you're going. This is such a, a huge question that we get from our clients all the time. So, so. so l- let's hit payments first. Yes. Again, if you're expected to pay a week in advance, there's a reason for it. And if you're uncomfortable with that as a client, again, you know that you're uncomfortable weeks or months in advance, address it then. Don't wait to the week of, because what's happening then is you're setting up an awkward anxiety between all parties involved. Mm-hmm. You don't want the DJ to be anxious. Am I getting paid? You know, that that could be a very touchy subject. 100%. You know, Jordan says this all the time. I mean, as a performer, he wants to go there with a smile on his face, hug and kiss, ready to rock and have the day of his life. He doesn't want to be a bill collector. Right. You know, that right. that's a very awkward position for a person that's supposed to for be... For your talent to be. Rocking a party. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've learned the hard way in the past that payments need to be made in advance. Um, they should be made in a timely manner. 
And that's really where the buck should lie. And that's the other thing, too, is that our industry, there's no, you know, collegiate course for this. There's no textbook. So, you know, we, we were fortunate enough, myself, you, um, our area, you know, is, is one of the fortunate areas, I think, to have been raised and cultivated around really, really good talent and, and really, uh, you know, great, uh, you know, trendsetters and leaders in this industry. So, you know, I think, I feel like we're getting the best of all the world and we're kind of putting our spin on it. So again, like all this info that we're spitting back at you guys is obviously, you know, our personal opinion, what we find works well. If you guys have something else that works awesome, definitely implement it 100%. But you know, these are, these are definitely things that we've had experiences with in one way, shape or form. And, uh, you know, anything that we could do to kind of, you know, make the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit brighter for you guys where there's not so much gray area. Gray areas, like, we want none of that the week of. You know, we just want everybody pumped up, like I said before, and, uh, you know, and making sure that uh, that all the I's are, are dotted and the T's are crossed. So, so let me hit on gratuities for just yeah. a second. And first off, I'm, I'm going to start with the caveat that it's never expected, ever. Um, yeah, anything extra is greatly appreciated. It's so appreciated. But that's one of those things, again, you got to prepare for. You know, you... you Walk into your party and already know, you know, if the staff does a good job, I'm prepared to take care right. of them. Right. Uh, now, if they really blow your minds and you are prepared, but you really want to go over and above, that's a different story. But, you know, there's been so many occasions where at the end of the night, a family apologizes. Oh, my God, I forgot. Mm -hmm. I really want to take care of your crew. This week has been so crazy. I never got to the bank. Right. Now, that's cool. You know, like it, it is. It really is cool. And it's, it's an awkward conversation to have. But... The staff who work so hard, and we're not talking about ourselves as owners, but the staff that work so hard, at the end of the night, if they get you know a little bit of grease, they're so happy right. and, and elated. Sometimes we have to say to them, hey, the family forgot money. Mm -hmm. They're going to Venmo it to us. They're going to mail us a check. Right. And it's just, then it becomes a sometimes a two-week process by the time we get the check. There's a little bit of a deflation it. there. It gets a little deflated for, for the yeah. team, you know? They're like, ah, oh, you know? Like, especially when you knock it out of the park. Especially when you know that party was a 15 out of 10, that all everything, we were burning all cylinders, there was never a dull moment, and you really, like, crushed it, you know? No doubt. And I think that we put a 1,000% into every party mm -hmm. because we love it so much. Uh, and this is not a, you know, plea to... Ask for gratuities, no. but some people don't know. They don't yeah, know. If you're gonna do gratuities, then again, just kind of plan ahead, you know, and and ask your friends, ask your your you know uh, other people that you know, the family members that have done these parties. You know, yep. What's traditional? Do you take care of the the catering manager? Do you take care of the photographer? You well, know, that's what I was gonna say too. Valet, you know? coat yeah. check. I mean, all of these things. And, and even with our crew, so it doesn't just stop with your you know your MC, your DJ, your dancers. You know, there's technicians, there's light, you know, lighting people. Maybe somebody's running your photo booth from our team. So, you know, I think a good way to approach it is when you're sitting with, you know, any of your, you know, authoritative figures for, for the event development, ask, ask them how many people are on the crew. Like, yeah. how many people are you bringing on our team, you know, right. for the day? And, and, you know, and what's customary? I mean, yes. some of the team members might be there for four hours before the start getting right. set up. Others might roll in right at the start time. Right. Um, Jordan, I think we hit on so many things. I mean, just to recap... I want to say, you know, book your necessities very early. Mm -hmm. your, your 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 key pieces of the puzzle. Your photographer, your DJ, your videographer, uh, your venue. Book that, you know, very early. Yep. Again, you don't need to make every decision. Um, and and too early is not a such thing. I mean, am I too early to book? I mean, I hear that all the time. No. Listen, I mean, I'm we're booking right now to 2021, so it's never too early. Never. Um, and and you know that being said, if you know what you want. Go for it. 
Um, then, you know, let the puzzle pieces fall in place, but know that three months before the party, you should really have everything confirmed, Correct. you know, um, leaving then the next 90 days to button up open pieces. But at, at three months out, there's no reason why you don't have your logos. There's no reason why your invitations aren't designed. There's no right. reason why you don't know your theme. You know, I mean, we actually have an email prep that goes out here from Explosive at 90 days. You know, mm-hmm. you get a three-month email, which is pretty much on our end saying, we're ready to rock. Yep. And, you know, if you have any last-minute things that might need some addressing or, you know, if there's a, a, an extra idea that came into your head, let us know. Let's talk about it. But at that point, we're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. So then, you know, come back to that two weeks out. Everything on your list should be buttoned up two weeks out. All your payments should be done two weeks out. You should have nothing but opportunity to relax, you know, start getting excited. And you should. You should build up excitement, you know, for the big day. And then when that big day comes, you should be ready 1,000% to embrace it. You shouldn't have to wake up the morning of and do other things. You know, it should just be... I'm here to celebrate my family's That's it. big day. That's it. And and Mike, you couldn't have put it better uh, to close things out here uh, for our episode here. And we just wanted to shout you guys out again. You know, thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast every week, where uh, Mike and I try to bring you the hottest and most trend-setting content in bar and bat mitzvah world. Um, so if you guys are going out this weekend and you're celebrating for somebody's simcha, or if you actually have a bar bat mitzvah of your own, mazel tov, congratulations. It's a huge weekend. Um, I think probably across the country. I mean, we, we went to a lunch yesterday and talking with people and it's just blacked out everywhere. The so whole month is, of May is always <laughs> insane. Yes, um, it is. But we, we definitely deserve a break after this month. To everybody celebrating, enjoy. Yes. And uh, some news, this podcast is now on uh, YouTube. So awesome. if you're a YouTube fan, you're listening on YouTube, uh, you're going to find all these podcasts uploaded to YouTube. Um, we also have our Facebook group, yep. Mastering Mitzvahs. Uh, you'll find us on Facebook. And share this with your friends. We hope you find the value value in the content that we're giving out. And if you have any ideas or topics you want us to discuss, hit us up. Yep, absolutely. So once again, it's Mastering Mitzvahs right here live with the crew from Explosive Entertainment, Jordan Marshall, Mike Langsner. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy whatever you're celebrating, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later.